my boule, my boule, my people oh, out there. Hey. And I the pretty massive and set garçon also. Did I say it correctly, sir? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. We're starting on We already, yes, we are starting on 100. Another episode. So today I want us to talk about staying connected to the culture. You're listening to Unfiltered Liming with BLT. Every week, we will reflect on our journeys on trying to navigate between our parents' traditional culture versus American culture. We are your hosts, Bertied, Lisa, and Terry. No one's talking, so let's get unfiltered. How do you ladies stay connected? Um, some best, maybe best practices for other first generation that may want to, you know, um, kind of like figure out, hey, how do I stay connected with all this stuff? So, Lisa, take it away. How do you stay connected to your to the uh, culture? Hmm. Yes, how do Lisa. I stay connected? I, I stay connected by never getting disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yes, that's good. <laughs> Sorry, let, let me take our sip. That's the other part of being connected. <laughs> <laughs> no, but not for me. Oh man, let me tell you, I love my culture. I am so so how do I stay connected? I tell you what, one thing that I remember my dad always said is to always keep music playing in the house. Now I grew up always having music playing in the house because there's always a fet going on, but you know, <laughs> even when I'm home. Oh, yeah, the Saturdays, cleaning in the house, mm-hmm. oh. put some calypso on. Sometimes I spend half the time dancing, opposed to cleaning. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm supposed to be cleaning. I'm dancing, even in my car, too. The food, peas and rice. Yes. Pela, plantain. Yes. Mm-hmm. Green or yellow. Green or yellow plantain. Green. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, green for those Americans who don't understand. Yes, thank you. That's why Lisa, I said that. Yes. Please explain what the difference is really quick. Why do I gotta explain that? Okay, sorry. Um <laughs> <laughs> because the reason I asked is because you know some people don't understand, like the mm-hmm. Spanish do the when you go and yeah, order plantains, mm-hmm. yeah, they give you some sweets. What, 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 what? Like the first time that happened to me, I was like, okay, so now I need to know. Yeah, Do you have green, green salty plantain, please? Yes, yeah, because you boil it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Green bananas, yes, that is correct. Yes, yes. And then, you know, the yellow bananas, the ones that grow on, you know, that is, no, green bananas, you have to boil it. You have it with your food, ground provision. Mm-hmm. So, um, and what else? Yeah, I have to cook my food, actually. I need it in my life. <laughs> um, there's one thing I have to add that I cannot believe I forgot and left out. Uh-oh. With mm-hmm. our food. I did not mention our food. Saltfish. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Bacon, saltfish, mm-hmm. sweet bread. Yes, Lisa, mm-hmm. go ahead. Come with it. Come with it. Yes. And broth. I don't know what broth is. Me oh, neither. Boy. What is okay. that? Oh, Thank boy. you. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> I thought I wasn't the only one that didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what broth is. Broth. Broth is it's it's uh it's a soup with crown ground provision and kingfish. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Oh, Terry, okay. you're right here. Terry, you're right. Big truck. Hold on to the big truck, big truck. <laughs> right up on the big truck. Yes. <laughs> My people. But no, 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 I know what that is. Maybe we just call it something different. That's why. 
Well, that's another thing with the food, and we'll talk about that in another episode. Mm-hmm. It, every island calls something different. different. But yeah, I just had to I had to add that saltfish and bakes because that's my all time favorite. Mm. Okay. I don't know yeah. why I forgot about that. Exactly. How <laughs> yeah, you could forget about that? It's probably the drink. Oh, Lord. <laughs> mm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then also to Carnival. Mm. Carnival. Uh, Terry, you need to get your truck. D- that's, hold on to the big truck, Carnival. Hold on to the big yeah, truck. Yeah, it's, it's the Carnival. Right. <laughs> right on time. The ride on the Carnival. <laughs> oh, man, listen. Just to back up a little bit, you know, in New York, Eastern Parkway, um, the summers my parents sent us between Dominica and Canada. I will say though, I have never been to a carnival in Dominica. That I have not. Okay. Yeah, I have not. I've um Canada Carabana as a kid. That was like every summer you did okay. that. And then um being in DC until they stopped it, it was every year. That was like a religion. Yeah, don't DC, please. DC is what all are two blocks, uh, sweetheart. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, then my bad. Then what DC? You obviously haven't been to DC Carnival. If you think Never. it's two blocks, my mother was. She would come to DC Carnival, but I heard it wasn't no big nothing, no big. You know, it ain't. It was more than. It was more than two. It's not Brooklyn. First of all, nothing's like Brooklyn. And it's not Trini. And your mom is coming to Trini. So, yes, I figured, no, no No, carnival. But it's more than two blocks. Oh, okay. Okay, he's all right. Then five, all right? Yeah. No, no, girl, I had to chip chip down the road with my uh, rum to keep me all the way through. Oh my goodness! Um, Baltimore Carnival too. Mm-hmm. Until until they changed it, that was a marathon. The one back in the day. Really? Was a marathon. Oh my god! It was long. Wow! Really? It was long. It was long. Yes, it was I, long. I did experience Baltimore Carnival not too long ago, and um, my only disappointment, because being from the island, they do carnivals. I, I, as a little kid, you know, everybody get out the street, the different bands, you know, they have their different nights and they have a big thing, but um, it goes late. Baltimore Carnival ended what time? I'm like, this is not what y'all doing. It's it's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. The, the, the lights just came on. What y'all talking about? It's time to go. What? Yeah. That's the only thing I would have to say because in Carnival, you know, as kids, that was the time where you were like, oh, we get to stay up late. Yep. You know, you don't worry about this. Like whenever the people are done, like when the bands are tired, that's when it's done. Like mm-hmm. ain't nobody telling them, oh, it's done. Is whenever, okay, everybody tires from dancing or they drunk. They, mm-hmm. Here it's like they, they shut down. What's all my nation? What down? What, what are you doing? Yeah, so that's the only mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. yeah, just you know, I have to keep a pulse. I mean, and also family, mm. family too. Staying close with family also too, and just reminding you and keeping you rooted. You know. I know you mentioned like your parents doing the fet and stuff like that. So, did your parents have the conversation of staying connected to your culture by any chance, or was it something they, by their action, they just? I think it was by actions, not so much what they said, but then also too, they were actually pretty amazed to how rooted I was in my culture because they're thinking like you're American, mm-hmm. you know, first generation. Like, you're supposed to forget it and not know mm-hmm. anything about it. But then it's like, no, you raised us. We're in the home, and we actually embrace our culture, you mm. know? I mean, to the point, 
I mean, family functions. If it fell on a carnival day, I wasn't going. So your parents, so you brought a good point, and I'm, I'm just, you know, me and my questions. So even though you're from, your parents are both from Dominica, right? They consider you, is just like, you know, me being an imitation. So they consider you American. Yes. Explain yep. that dynamic, because I think that plays into staying, like, why yeah. did they ever like, say why? Like, they- yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I think, you know what it is? I think they put being an America, American citizen on such a high pedestal. So, mm. you know what I mean? They put that on a high pedestal. Like, why would you, why would you not want to be American? Or why would you not want to embrace mm-hmm. like America? We did a lot to get here. So why not? Like, it's like, no, like. We go to parties, mm. Calypso comes on, we the first ones jumping up, dancing, and they looking at us like, wait, mm. these kids are really embracing the culture. Mm. Like, yeah. yeah, we are. Like, we proud of where we from. Like, what's wrong with y'all? <laughs> yeah. I think that's that's very unique because you know, it's like normally it's opposite, I think, mm-hmm. when you think a lot of times. So I just think that's pretty Also, maybe that's why they looked at us like that. Like, what's like, are y'all serious? Like, yeah. But then the other thing was too, like Patois in the house, they spoke Patois, but they spoke it not to teach us. It was more for them to have their conversations and the kids. So don't nobody else. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the thing was, is that as we got older, I'll never forget. I think it was at my cousin's wedding and my dad was sitting around and talking to some other older family members and they, we're so, you know, again, in awe that we're just embracing, jumping up to Calypso and everything. And it's like, wow. And I remember I overheard them say, like, we should have taught them Patois. You know, we made that mistake. We should have mm-hmm. taught them because they really embrace their culture. They really want to be a part of the culture. So we should have taught them, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wow. So you yeah. don't speak Patois? Uh, no, just all the bad stuff. <laughs> You know, you know, (laughs) and there's no, and there's some things that I understand when they're talking to me, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it takes me too long to process it, to respond. Got you. And then I think also too, from growing up in the Bronx, when I was younger, I spoke a little Spanish too. So I was just all messed up. That was all over the place. Like, what am I talking? What am I speaking today? I don't know. I can't do it, you. I cannot. That's funny, but that's good, though. What about you, Terry? Staying connected. I was um, in the beginning when I was little, I used to be like my American friends. I would be embarrassed when my mother and them, they used to play the Calypso because they didn't understand that. So I was always like, why are we, why, why are we doing this? Don't put that you know, don't put that on. But when I was around my family, um, mm-hmm. it was different because it's my family, you know, mm-hmm. and that's where we come from. And I would enjoy it. It gotten to the point where I knew the words and stuff like that to the songs. But please don't put it on when the American kids come over or when you have. Uh-uh. No, 
didn't want that at all. <laughs> Please don't bring out the 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 food that we eat. Mm-mm. Make it American food. Like make some fried chicken and make Mm-mm. some potato salad. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. that was not going on in my yes. house. Nope. Yes, really? yes, yes. But my mother used to mix, she would mix it up. Like she would make the fried chicken. She makes like like some peas and rice and you know, stuff like that. Because I just felt like they didn't understand and they would have been like, What's that? You know, what, what you got? Mm-hmm. So, and if you were in Brooklyn too, for real, you grew up in Brooklyn. But these are, I'm talking about the American friends, though, Lisa. I had American friends, though. When I had like the West Indian friends. But no, I, when I had the, the West Indian friends too, they, I mean, they, better understood because they came from that but the american friends yeah Mm -hmm. i wanted to have like a i wanted to be like right in the middle don't do too much and don't do you know just put it right in the middle there Mm -hmm. wow Mm -hmm. that's interesting Mm -hmm. i I didn't experience that what else not until i got it's not until i started to get older like when I was graduating from high school really that's when I really started to like who I like like where my family came from and really understood it because again my family does they didn't they never sat down and this is where we came from it started from Mm -hmm. you know this and your grandfather was this and you know it, Mm -hmm. it wasn't that and I think the big lesson was when I went to Trinidad my for when I was 18 my mother um said you want to go to Trinidad for carnival she said yes and my mother paid for the ticket for me and I went to Trinidad for carnival and oh my god that was the first time that I played mass was in Trinidad and that was the major eye opener for me and from there you So you know I'm going to ask the question what is ahead. playing mass what is playing ah. mass now? Oh, Lisa, yeah. Lisa don't, don't buff up don't buff up Lisa don't buff up <laughs> Let me drink my drink. What is that? Okay. Mass is short for masqueraders. So basically, they would have a a band. Okay? They Mm -hmm. have different bands. Mm -hmm. Each band has a section. Okay? Mm -hmm. So what they would do is to prep for carnival around like now so, they would mm-hmm. start putting up the artwork on what the costume would look like. The man mm-hmm. costume and the woman costume. Lisa, if, I, if I'm if I'm staring wrong, can, can, you know, pull me up. <laughs> and it would have the pricing on it. Mm-hmm. So you would go and you would pick out your costume and um, you would get that costume and you would have your section. You could play in any one. They have the king and the queen of the band and they have the queen of the section. And that's the person that mm-hmm. the woman that wears the big elaborate costume that she pushing and the thing heavy, mm-hmm. but she's pushing it. Yes. It's because yes, it is very heavy. Um, so I played mass and that section that I played in, I was the one helping hold the flag for that section that introduced okay. the name of that section. I had gotcha. such a good time. And from there, when I came back to New York, I mean, it was, listen, I was half dressed and naked up and down Eastern Parkway <laughs> in Brooklyn. Big up to Brooklyn. Big up Labor Day. Yes. All yes. Every Labor Day prior to that. Well, let me let me go back. And then they have Juve. So Juve is Uh it's really like three days. How it works is let let me go back to Trinidad because I'm jumping all over the place. Let me go back to Trinidad. So Trinidad Uh does have Juve and that starts like about three, four o'clock in the morning before the sun come up. So Mm -hmm. that's a lot of 
It's a lot of mud. It's a lot of paint. It's a lot of powder. And usually it's a t-shirt. It's a tear up something. And you go in and you just jump in and you chip in. Okay. And chipping is when you're kind of dragging, you know, you're kind of dragging your foot up the road, but you're going and the, and you, they hear the play in the steel pan. Ping, 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 okay. Ping, ping, ping. That's where I get the ping, ping, ping from. Got you. Mm-hmm. So you do that until the sun come up. It usually ends on um, Ash Wednesday. So it's mm-hmm. Tuesday is the big day. Monday. So Sunday into Monday is Juve. Mm-hmm. Monday, now you go home. After you finish jumping up, you go home, you sleep for a while, you get something to eat. You change into your costume because you're coming out. That's, mm-hmm. you know, because you got to cross that stage. And when you cross that stage, Bertie, let me tell you something. <laughs> It is like you on a high. You've mm-hmm. been jumping up all over the town. But when you get ready to cross that stage, they tell you, all right, and you break away, honey, and everybody jump in and they run <laughs> in. And I'm telling you, it is the it is somewhere. You get like a natural high, a natural yeah. high. No, it's adrenaline. You get the energy from somewhere. And the yeah. thing is when you going down the road before you get to that point, you like, yo, I'm tired. Especially yeah. when, I, for me, I'd be sipping on rum all the way down. So yeah. by the time I get there, I'm like, oh my God, but do you just get this another burst of energy? Every wow. there's not a person that cannot cross that stage. Everybody lived to cross that stage. That mm-hmm. is, that is it. That is the pinnacle right there because all the judges are there. So you jumping mm-hmm. up, you winding up, who you winding up on, who winding up on you. I mean, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And you, you know. <laughs> it is the greatest feeling ever. Ever, it is. ever. It is. Wow. So it's like it a religion. It's like yeah. church. Mm-hmm. You have to do it at least once in your life. And so wait, you now, haven't done it? What happened? I have not. You haven't no. played mass? You have to play mm-hmm. mass. We have to, you have to play mass. That and will we, be a podcast. Ode. I don't know. Yeah. You the after, right? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Or so, you know what we can do? We can do it in Trinidad to say yes. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Let me tell you, I have not experienced Trinidad, but that that is carnival of all carnival. Yes. And I have to experience that. So yeah, B, you're gonna have to come along with us. Yes, definitely. I, mean, I have so many costumes. Mm-hmm. And storage, <laughs> pieces. I, I don't even. I can't break away from it. I can't. Oh wow! No, I have so many, but I refuse to. Yeah, no. That's why to I sent you guys those pictures. Those are my pictures of my mother playing mass. My mother is religious, 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 religious with it. Every mm-hmm. year, religiously since we small up until now. My mother goes to Trinidad for carnival every wow. year. Wow. Drunk yeah. or slow, but she going. <laughs> so did that help you to stay connected because your mom was yes. so connected? My mom, yes. And because when she took me that time and it opened me up, it just made me see a whole new world. And because of that, I learned to respect it, to understand it, because I got it. Because I guess I was there to see where, mm-hmm. how it got to where it is to un- how it got right. to you know how it got to like the way the Brooklyn is because that's sort of Brooklyn part mm-hmm. of it so now I could see the backstory and understand that this is it and appreciate it and from there loving it ever since I'm trying to get Nico to play mass you know I'm working on that she's never played mass negative mm, let me tell you she, that she want to or no 
I think she does, but I think she would want to do it with her friends, which I understand. Um, Mm -hmm. So, but I don't, she would need to be with friends that are, or want to do that also. So, because mm. doing that by yourself, that's not a, you know. No, you can't do that by yourself. I mean, and it's funny because my stepdaughter, and she's American, I introduced mm-hmm. her to her like she was six years old. She is now 20, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I get the text at a certain time of the year. Okay, so when, <laughs> what, what, what time? <laughs> Did you get my costume? Did you get my costume? <laughs> this is my size. Oh, wait, where am I meeting? What day? Oh I, my and, it, the, and the funny thing is, it's like throughout the year, I would barely hear from her. Mm-hmm. But when it comes around that time, all right, Miss Lisa. <laughs> and then this time I'm going to bring a friend. And then this oh. time, what? where are we going to meet? I'll mm-hmm. be at your house at, I'll be like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like clock. And she, she's American. Wow. I introduced that to her from young and she is hooked. She's like, Wow, that's pretty awesome. So um, how do I stay connected? I think my story will kind of piggyback off of Terry. Yeah, because of the fact that... um, (laughs) Terry, just a little bit. um, Only because like you, Terry, not understanding the whole dynamic and background of the Haitian culture. Um, So the other thing too is my parents were seven-day Adventists. Mm. See, I ain't have to say nothing, y'all. I'm just what I meant. Mm-hmm. Podcast over. So, so <laughs> there was a lot of yeah, a lot of things that we couldn't do, a lot of things that we couldn't listen to. You know what I'm saying? So, so part of you know the culture, like so when we went around with other family members and they did parties, you know, you get exposed to the music, you know what I mean, and things like that. But they were really strict. The food. Yeah, um, you know, rice and beans, plantain. Um, they grillo for my Haitian friend. Grillo is like um fried um pork mm. chopped up. Mm. Um, pickles like pickle. You know what I'm saying? There's different things. They call it fritai. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it's called. Um, but yeah, so the food, yes, we were exposed to the food. Um, that's all we, you know, they cooked. Um, so that helped us stay connected. And then, like I said, um, we were around a lot of, um, you know, Haitian family members, friends and things like that. And we learned how to speak the language from, you know, the people. So um, an observance that helped me learn the culture and staying, you know, connected. But the other thing that has helped me now stay more connected is because growing up, because I didn't know a lot about like my family's um, history, the dynamic. So I started do like I was like oh I need to do a family reunion so I started doing my family reunion to learn more about the culture to learn more about my family and that's when part of the conversation and talking to my cousins and talking to people and asking questions that's when I learned a lot more about the culture about like why they're so you know what I'm saying the pride um different things like that but it was like I had to find out for myself in a sense. Um, you know what I'm saying? Even though like I grew up with the people and stuff like that, but again, going back to not understanding the conversation, not having the conversation and, and then my parents being, you know what I'm saying? So again, me being the rebellious child, I wanted to, you know, like I wanted to listen to the music. I wanted to know 
um, a little bit more and understand a little bit more that they hung around other Haitians. So they didn't hang around Americans. They didn't, you know, like you guys were saying, we're not going over Americans house. So a lot of times if my mom had to do something, she was, we were staying with family members. You know what I mean? So all those things of just being around in the community, helped us stay connected that now I appreciate when I was younger, I didn't appreciate it. Now I didn't have the experience of being um, embarrassed about the food or anything like that, like you Terry had, Uh but I did. Yeah, I did have the, so I will tell myself, I did have the embarrassment of like my mom, not speaking English in front of my American friends. You know what I'm saying? So, when so did you have to translate between? And yeah, and just like you know, because you think you're in America, she should know how to speak English. Mm-hmm. And now you know your your friends are making fun of you, not understanding. You know why does she she, she speak English? You know those kind of things, kind of like okay, really seriously. And then and like you said with your with your friend at school, like the job my mom had was not what my American friends. You know what I mean? It was like more, again, you're coming to a country, you don't speak English. So the jobs that they got, the level of the job, you, you know, right. you get made fun of. So the level of, like you said, being a janitor or being a dishwasher, yeah. different jobs that you felt like, okay, that's embarrassing because my American friend, their parents, you know what I'm saying? My mom didn't drive. So that was the other thing too. So there was a lot of things that I was like, oh my Lord, like seriously, this is what I got to deal with. But now, you know, I appreciate that they work really hard. Uh, yeah. But back then I didn't understand like why you can't learn how to drive. Why can't you just learn how to speak English? Why can't you just be normal? You bought me like, why can't you get a better job? You know what I'm saying? As a kid, those are the things that you're looking at, you know, um, your American friends and their parents, and you don't even know what they're dealing with in their own household, but you that just be thinking like, you know, mm-hmm. you're just thinking like, okay, like, why can't we be just normal what is normal exactly so that helped us stay and then in Guadalupe before I came to America again I did experience carnival in Guadalupe like watching it on the side street some there was kids older kids that you know that was in the household and they participated in the band so that's how like I know the different bands and there was like one band that everybody wanted to watch all the time and I think they were part of that band so we used to go you know watch them you know you following them so as a kid you're following them and stuff like that so that experience I've had experience in that aspect with Carnival in in Guadalupe and just you know having that and so yeah I think that's how I pretty much stay connected and now speaking a different language I think it's pretty cool that is my how i stay connected it's just well, now you're connected to us exactly know, right? together and similarities it's very too. Interesting. yes there's a lot of similarities there's a lot of differences mm-hmm. but it's just interesting how our perception is of you know of things and how we saw it through our eyes and mm-hmm. now as adults you know we're like geez, you know, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't that serious or it wasn't that deep or I just didn't Mm -hmm. get the full understanding. And then our parents really weren't that much help because I think themselves, Mm -hmm. they didn't know how to be able to help us to navigate also. So, but here we Mm -hmm. are. Hold on to the big truck. Line up on the big truck, big truck. (laughs) Okay. Bacchanal Queens. We don't hear <laughs> I was like, I don't hear a truck. I don't hear a truck this time. Listen, 
Anytime Trini just say, hold on to the big truck, it's some truck somewhere. Wind up on the big truck, big truck. All right, it's Bacchanal, ladies. The Bacchanal queens. We're going down the road. Okay, so this has been a great episode. A la prochaine, le peuple. Thank you for joining us this week on Unfiltered Liming with BLT. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and join our Facebook page at Unfiltered Liming with BLT. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh, exciting content. See you next Thursday, same time, same station. Unfiltered Liming with BLT is edited and produced by Unfiltered Liming with BLT.